guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. And today is one of those beautiful ones. I've got something very, very, very good for you. It's going to be a two podcast type of thing. It's going to be like tackling problems and also dealing with complaints. Now, if you've been following me since you know, the previous season, season eight, season seven, I have done complaints before in different levels, but they are different at every single level. So first and foremost, when was the last time you made a formal complaint about something? I think one of the biggest complaints, I I can't remember much of, you know, anything before Thailand, to be honest with you, but, um, you know, fitness first, uh, out here in Thailand, You know, while I was actually, uh, you know, going to fitness first and everything, I had what we call a book bank. A book bank is basically an account, but it was literally open in the south of Thailand. So I remember I went to extend my fitness first and everything. And then she said, or they had said, oh, no, you have to give us your book bank. And I'm like, okay. No problem. She's like, no, but it has to be here in Bangkok. And I'm like, what? Why can't it be in Nakonsi Tamarat? And they never gave me an explanation for it. I'm like, wait, so these are two different provinces. In America, they would basically be cities, not states, but cities. Or we could just say states. It doesn't really matter. But why is my account not good here? And why do I have to reopen one? And so I got so angry because I ended up having a conversation with another guy who was going to the gym. This guy was of Caucasian descent. Now, he has and lives in a place called Ayutthaya, which is a separate state from Bangkok, and they accept his money. And so I lodged a formal complaint saying, oh, that's very interesting how you accept someone else's money from Ayutthaya, given the fact that he is Caucasian and you're not accepting my money. And again, it doesn't matter. They're different from Bangkok or Patuntani. So why is it that you're not accepting my money? And I think I went, uh, finally, I had gotten in contact with like one of the main people there because boy, I went Google review. I blew them up in all different ways possible. And this was one thing that I got very, very annoyed about, you know, because That was, let's just say that was the height of racism here in Thailand towards all color people. The end of 2014, well, I would say that was more of it was building up in 15 and especially 15 going into about three quarters of 16. This is when the image of blacks, it was bad. You can't get a job as a black man. You can't do this as black. You can't do this, can't do that. You get turned away from different bars and stuff like that. But again, anyone of Caucasian descent, doesn't matter where they're from, they're allowed in. So, you know, this was one of the bigger things that I had to overcome, obviously, in this country. Uh, But, you know, I challenged. I challenged not only with that situation. That was just basically just a dead end one. Um, And these little, you know, these very subtle approaches and casual racism still happens, like trying to go to a a massage parlor and then them speaking. And, you know, one lady looked at me and she was scared and she tried grabbing the security guard over. And I'm like why are you calling the security guard over? And then, you know, they said walk-ins available, but then they're like, oh no, you can't walk in. And so I walked away and they were just staring at me through the glass. I was like, holy shit, that is so American. (laughs) That was the 1950s, 60s all over again. 
Lord Jesus, that was good old, but like the centerpiece of American culture right there. It doesn't get any worse than that. And it reminded me of a hotel five years ago in Sedona, Arizona. We stayed there one night. The lady was so funny, so casual, so just like very low key. I didn't really care what she said, but she was really nice. Went back there to try to get the hotel. Two white guys approached us. No rooms available. I'm like, whoa. And I looked at my friend, Elisa. I'm like, but we just talked to someone yesterday. No, no rooms available. And they just smiled at us. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I blew their asses up, too. So, you know, on, you know, Google reviews and stuff like that. And I put them in on booking.com and said, oh, you know what? I stayed here. And these guys were blatantly racist towards the both of us, Mexican-American, African-American. So, like I said, when I anytime I do a formal complaints, it's not about, oh, this isn't, you know, oh, this shop isn't clean or this or that. It more has to do with customer service and how they treat me. And again, uh, Thai people, they love to try to justify and say, oh, well, they don't understand you. No, you could, oh, believe me, that the four most useful Thai phrases to all Thai people in the north of Bangkok, this is 2014 to 2016. Every time I try buying something, it was always my, my, me, ma'au, medai, meaning stop, no, we don't have, and cannot. They're all negatives. If you do that in customer service in a real country, and I'm not going to say America is a real country, <laughs> because again, like I've said, I've had wonderful customer service. And then again, like I said, it's hit or miss. It's America. It's a hit or miss society. Um, but if you do like that, and let's just say Australia or a place where customer service is supposed to be top notch, let's see here, Japan. Singapore. These are countries that actually stand by their customer service skills, regardless of ethnicity, creed, color, or religion, right? But if you do that there, you will get fired. You will get reprimanded. Something will happen. So again, a lot of these things, like I said, um, I don't really do complaints so much anymore. I like to do Google reviews and tell people how it is. And like, you know, uh, like if I'm going to make my voice loud, got to do it through the businesses. And so if other people see it and I'm able to rate their business through Google, that is incredibly important, incredibly important. Like dealing with the manager and things not getting done, forget about it. But if you go to Google reviews or if you leave a review on the Facebook page, I'm going to give you the one, the, 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 okay, I'm going to give you one last thing. You guys know, you guys know we have an open book. There's a fish shop. There were three times I went there. The first time I went there, it's at JJ Market, the biggest fish market apparently in Asia, maybe all the world. And I went to this, we went into this particular shop, me and my, of course, my now fiance. Uh, and we're over here looking for, let's say, fish, right? And they were so customer service driven. They spoke so much. Unfortunately, all those fish did end up dying. It was probably because we were still e we were still like early into the hobby in terms of saltwater fish tanks and stuff like that. Uh, like having a starfish, that's unbelievably difficult. They're just like seahorses. Having, you know, a teardrop butterfly, they have a massive appetite and they love to eat algae, didn't do any research in that. And then we got a very aggressive fish that they sold us. But anyways, I tried getting back in touch with them. They read my message on Facebook, didn't respond. I said, well, this is interesting because the last time we were there, they were unbelievable. So we went back and it felt like the customer service went from 100% to about 60%. We walk in, a lot of people just staring at us, the same people that were there last time. It's almost as if, yeah, I said that your fish died, but I didn't, I'm not looking for a free handout in terms of fish. I'm looking for, are you really customer service driven? 
So we went in there. I don't even know what we, uh, man, I can't remember what we bought this time around, to be honest with you. I don't think we bought anything. Um, but anyways, we kept walking and stuff like that. And that was the end of it. And the main guy wasn't there. Now I went there the third time. And boy, I think I've said this in a podcast before. Boy, I went there. I walked in all eyes on me. Nobody was there, including the CEO. And I was like, hello, haven't seen you. And he just stared right in my eyes. And I'm just like, holy shit, because my intuition is so good. The hairs all over my body stood up. That's that intuition saying, Arsenio, you're in a very unpleasant situation. Get the hell out of it. I asked two very ridiculous questions, like asking him how much uh, the blue tangs or the hippo tangs were. And he gave me the numbers and they just kept staring. Four to five workers staring at me. I walked out of there. And then I posted a Google review on Facebook page. And it was so funny. I walked by that place very often since the last five times. But that Google review on the Facebook page, me not recommending it, saying, hmm, first time, 100%. Second time, you guys were a little bit of asshole-ish. Third time, you guys were an absolute disgrace. You guys are in it for the money. Just yesterday, somebody liked my post. There it is. Hey, listen, I'm going to fuck with your business. If I have the ability to inform people and say, uh, buyers beware, stay away from this place, I'm going to do it. Because if you and oh, they must have been busy. There, were no, there was nobody in there. They were staring at me as if I was an alien looking to steal a time waster or somebody really horrible. I hadn't even posted anything. I'm just trying to get help. I thought you guys were fucking cool, but apparently not. So I pass by all the time and I never go back. I think they've made eye contact with me sometimes. And I'm just like, bitch, you got your Google review from me. And I'm going to fuck with your business. If you're going to be an asshole, that's the only thing I could do. I got to inform other people that you're an asshole. And of course, they're not going to comment back. They're just going to, a lot of people are just going to like my, of course, post. And there it is. And I'm not out to seek vengeance. I'm just doing what's right. Whatever goes out there must come back. You guys heard about the whole law of attraction about 15 years ago. If you put out and if you are two-faced and you lack those four cores, of credibility, it will show and you will be exposed. And that's not my intent in life to expose people like that. No, I'm just saying, hey, well, if you're an asshole, I got to tell other people you're an asshole. Since then, if you walk further back in and around these different places, you and I have come across extraordinary individuals who speak much less English than those people who are amazing. <clears throat> a lady sold me some um, horrible fish. Oh my God. They're not horrible. They're just extremely aggressive. I can't believe I bought them by accident, but she sold me some snails. Very nice. Another guy talked to me about coral. I didn't even understand a goddamn word he was saying, but he gave a fuck. Spoke to another lady who had bought a coral from there before. Coral died within 24 hours because I, again, still new in the hobby. There's no reason for me to buy an anemone, right? But again, if anything does happen, I'm not going to go on Facebook and complain. I'm going to go to your business and complain. It's the only way to make change. That's the only way to make change. If I'm going, if you are not going to provide me service that apparently a lot of people on Google reviews, oh my God, amazing place. You know, a lot of the fake reviewers, I'm going to go in there and they're going to see a real authentic review about you. That's it. So again, dealing with complaints, I go straight to Google reviews because that's the only way that you could really make some noise. 
I'm talking about noise on top of noise on top of noise. So with that being said, oh my God, <sighs> let's check this out. We're going to be listening to an audio. Okay. And it's a customer service advisor at Ideals. Okay. Which is basically a supplies retail chain for like computers. He's going to be dealing with a complaint. And then we're going to talk a little bit about flaming emails. And then we'll be talking about how to tackle these by having something very formal. Now, I've written emails before, very much attacking the individuals that needed to be attacked at that time. That was about five years ago, almost five and a half years ago. And this guy, obviously, he was giving me all low-level classes. And I'm like, whoa, why are you doing this? Well, I think it's what you're capable of. You have no fucking clue what you're capable of. And you're not even prepared to be a head teacher at this language institution. Because if you were to actually talk to the other guy and see the results I got, not getting in your whitewash feelings, you know, I didn't say for you to listen to my podcast at the time and me berating people that kind of you fit the profile, get out of your feelings and look at the cold hard facts. So he started giving me beginner, beginner, beginner. And you have no idea how difficult it is to teach beginner classes with snobby students for three hours unbelievably difficult. Meanwhile, he had all the intermediate plus classes because they are easier. This is exactly what they had done to a teacher just a year prior to that. So I wrote an email and I think I saved it somewhere. Not exactly sure, but I'm hoping that it comes back up because boy, it was a beauty. But nonetheless, we got to get away from these flaming emails. We got to do things appropriately, appropriately. Okay. And today we're going to listen to this audio and then we're going to break it down. So people, without further ado, let's dive in. Hello. Thank you for calling the Ideals customer service line. All our customer service advisors are busy right now. Please hold and your inquiry will be dealt with shortly. Hmm. This is the Ideals customer service line. Thank you for holding. All our customer service advisors are busy right now. Please hold and your inquiry will be dealt with shortly. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> Good morning, Lisa speaking. How can I help you? Oh, hello. At last. I was just about to ring off. I am sorry about that. The waiting system is a bit frustrating, isn't it? It's the only way we can offer our 24-hour service, you see. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's about the computer I bought off you two weeks ago. Yes. What seems to be the problem? Well, I was transferring my files to it from my flash drive, and it's lost the lot. Everything. OK. Now, don't worry. I'm sure we can sort something out. First, can you give me a few details? The computer has lost all your data, you say? Yes, but you don't understand. It's wiped everything off the flash drive as well. My whole life, my whole life was in those files. Oh, my goodness. Are you sure? Sounds like the problem's with your flash drive. Of course I'm sure. And there's nothing wrong with my flash drive. I've had it years. OK. I can understand how upset you must be. Now, I don't think we can deal with this on the phone, so I'm going to send a service engineer to see if they can retrieve your data. Can you give me your product reference number? Hmm? Uh, yes. It's, uh... Here it is. It's SF11-003. Thank you. 
I'll be expecting a total refund and compensation if this can't be fixed. Unfortunately, we're not authorised to give refunds, but what I can do is send you a brand new computer. How would that be? This is supposed to be a brand new computer. You think I want another one of these after what the last one did to my files? Well, let's see what our engineer can do. Hopefully it's not quite as bad as you think. Now, I've got your address here in your customer file. Oxford, OX26BJ, right? Yeah, right. And it's Mr Harris, isn't it? Yes. Right, Mr Harris. We'll have an engineer with you this afternoon and I'll ask him to bring a new hard disk with him. Is that all OK for you? Uh, well, I suppose... Good. Glad to be of assistance. Is there anything else I can help you with? Um, oh, no, no. Well, best of luck this afternoon. I hope we can solve the problem for you. Well, thanks. Um, goodbye. Goodbye, Mr Harris. I love how happy she was. Oh, my God. That's just... Come on, man. This is a guy that literally apparently had a virus in his flash drive and it wiped everything. And now he's blaming the computer. And you're like, I hope you have a wonderful day. No, he is mad. <laughs> Jesus. There were a lot of little subtle things that she had said within that conversation. She's like, oh, no. Are you sure? I'm like, of course he's sure. Okay, that's why he's calling. Oh, my God. Uh, again, and oh, do you have to approach him and say, unfortunately, we cannot da 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 Again, bring in a new computer, that's the best thing you could do, right? And considering that the flash drive was probably the one with the virus, I don't know why he's taking it out on a computer. But nonetheless, uh, she's seven, se I'm sorry, sending a service agent to try to retrieve the data. How amazing is that? I mean, Jesus, what country would the boy in America? They'd be like, oh, hell no. You know what's funny? In America, there was one time that, uh, what was it? I forgot what I was at. I, I think they call it Best Buy. I think they call it Best Buy. I forgot the name of it. I haven't walked into one of those in 15 years. But there was this guy screaming at like one of the store managers, just yelling at him about a phone at the top of his lungs for 20 minutes. And then he walked out. And I'm like, you have to show a tremendous amount of courage and restraint to be able to deal with ignorant ass people like that. Screaming like you're not. Listen, you're angry at the wrong person. And so like and, you know, and I'm going to give you one last uh, one last one. The reason why I want to say that you're angry at the wrong person is because, listen, I'm a solution oriented person, man. When I was in Dalat, Vietnam and the flight was canceled. And they wrote on the flight that it was canceled, although, yes, they probably should have known that the flight was going to be canceled and stuff like that. But, you know, me, I'm just like, OK, what next? Because Americans at airports, they bitch at these service representatives. Oh, I need to get all that. I need to do that. They can't do anything. They're doing all they can. Now, if they have a bad attitude, then you could say, excuse me, I really don't like the way you're approaching this and I do not like your attitude. Uh, a little bit of compassion would be, well, I will rephrase that. I will repeat that, what I just said. But other than that, if someone is like, oh my God, dear, I am so sorry, that is totally fine. I'm like, hey, listen, it's not your fault whatsoever, right? It's maybe the manufacturer, uh, could be air traffic control, could even be the weather. You know what I mean? I don't know whose fault it is, but it's not her. So I'm not going to bitch at her. 
you know, so the guy over there, you know, he's just doing a job, the Vietnamese guy. He's like, sorry, the flight is canceled. You're going to have to come back tomorrow. Are there any other flights leaving today? Well, da, 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 da. I said, okay. And then I thought about it. Am I going to wait till tomorrow, considering that the storm is going to be here for the next five days? Or am I going to take a bus to Ho Chi Minh where there is good weather so I could get the hell out of here? One, I flew probably the worst airline in the world, Vietjet Air, a, a absolute dog shit of an airline. Um, never take it, by the way. Uh, but what I should have done was not book the same price for the same ridiculous ass flight and take a better airplane that was, should have left on time. Vietjet Air cancels planes. Um, uh, there are always delays and they nickel and dime you. They steal $30 from you any way, shape or form. They tell you to put your pen in your pocket on your luggage. And if it goes over 7.0 kg or get 7.0, even 6.95, they're going to charge you $30. This is what those trash airlines are about. And so that's why I'm like, well, to get to Vietnam, the only way that you can actually get there is by going to Singapore first and then Singapore, Vietnam. But who wants to do that? Right. I'm talking about with a great airline. So when that happened, I just went into overdrive and said, OK, let me get out of here. There's no use staying here anymore. Nothing's leaving. Let me get back to my hotel. And while I'm going back, let me think about it. So I took a bus to Ho Chi Minh. Didn't get that flight coming in. It was a little bit late. Took another flight. Boom. Another two hour delay. And then it was another additional hour delay. And then they nickel and dime me for about $30. So then like lesson, like lesson is known. And, but, you know, dealing with some of the Viet, uh, what is it? The Viet Jet customer agents, uh, you know, they're just, they're so rude. And I never thought Vietnamese people would be this rude, but they were just like, sorry, sir, $30, go pay over there, pay over there, come back. And I'm just like, and I hate it when people, especially Americans, I'm just doing my job. Yeah. And that's why you're getting paid as much as you do, because you're just doing within what your apparently your objectives are for your job. That's not going to get you ahead in life. You got to go more. You have to do more than what you're paid for. And then the law of increasing returns will be at your service. But a lot of people just do not understand that, unfortunately. So huh, with that being said, there are different ways, okay? There are appropriate and inappropriate expressions, okay? One is, how can I help you? All right, what's the matter then is not an appropriate expression. So when you're asking someone, how can I help you? That is an appropriate expression. Do not say, so what's the matter? What's the matter then? And if you say that, what's the matter then? That's attitude back behind that phrase. You're going to get in a lot of trouble with that, and people are going to become non-compliant very quickly. Stage two would be, okay, can you tell me exactly what the problem is? What exactly is your problem? That's not good. It's not their problem. It's your product's problem that's given him a problem. So you would have to say, can you tell me what exactly the problem is or what seems to be the problem? So again, another one would be, tell me about it. I know just how you feel. Mm, not very good. I can understand exactly how you feel. Good. I can understand how upset you must be, but at the same time, please repeat the problem. I can understand how upset you must be in regards to losing everything on your disk drive. I'm going to try as hard as I can to do this. Okay. First, let's do this. You got to be, you got to feel like you need to show that compassion and put yourself in their shoes. That's how you do it. 
So the next one, stage four. Well, I suppose I could send you a new one, but I can't give you a refund. Sorry, not good. That lady came out with something negative. Sorry, we don't give refunds. Not good. Another one is, oh, I can't give you a refund, I'm afraid, but I could certainly send you a new one. That's what she said, right? Not good either. Now, you could say, unfortunately, uh, you know, we're not authorized or I'm not authorized to give refunds. Uh, you would have to email and I can give you some details in terms of if you're able to retrieve a refund, but we or I will send you a brand new one right now. And then she went on to say, how would that be? Or how does that sound? And he's like, oh, you don't want a brand new one. This one. And it's, it's you plug in a goddamn flash drive, which no one has anymore into your computer and you lost all your stuff. And then she said, is that all okay for you? Are you satisfied now? Are you satisfied now? No. Okay. That sounds very rudish. Do not say that. You could say, are you happy with that? Or is that all okay for you right now? Or is that okay for you? That's probably the best one. Is that okay for you? That's by far the best one. All right. And then the last one, she just sounded too cheeky with the big smile on her face. Again, showing no compassionate empathy. This is what hurts. And she said, I'm so pleased we've managed to sort this out. Was there anything else? That's pretty good. All right. Now, I'm not going to say I'm so pleased. I'm going to be like, okay, thank you so much. We've managed to sort this out. Okay, just to reiterate, I'm going to send someone this day at this time. He's going to do this. After that, he's going to have a follow-up email for this, this. You got to have a nice list of steps, right? You could say glad to be of assistance. Now, don't, don't, don't say glad. Don't put happy language in there, all right? I know, oh, in customer service, you have to have it. No, you got to have empathy. And if you have happy language in a very fucked up situation, does it sound like, no, no, it's not a happy situation. You have to switch it up, you know? So uh, one thing don't uh, for you not to say is, is there anything else or is that it? That's terrible. That just sounds like you doing your job too, right? And so with that being said, people, wow, what a podcast. I didn't know it was going to be that long, but my stories carry me. The flaming emails, that's going to be coming up. On the next podcast instead, I want to make this a super long podcast and then we're going to talk about tackling problems in the same one. So with that being said, people, thank you for tuning in to another The Arsenio ZSL podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.